Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Village's Daily Sun's What's Happening podcast. I'm Holly Lawler, the Associate Managing Editor of Broadcasting for the Daily Sun. And joining me is Executive Producer of the Village's News Network, Jill Winters. Hello, Jill. Hi, Holly. We're going to tell you about what's happening in and around Florida's friendliest hometown. So let's get started with the big event of the upcoming week, and that's the Village's Balloon Festival, happening this weekend at the Village's Polo Club. Jill, you and I have both attended this festival in one way or another, and it's definitely a good time. For those who don't know, the way it works is people bring their hot air balloons to the polo fields, then tie them down and inflate them. And it's fun just to be that close to them and look at all the different colors and shapes. But if you want to, you can actually go up on a balloon while it's tethered to the ground for the feeling of flying without the fear. And there's lots of other stuff to do, like a kid's play area, a row of food trucks, and a beer garden, along with live music and roaming entertainment like magicians and acrobats. It starts at 3 p.m. Friday, and you can also see an antique car show, a polo exhibition, and the balloon glow after dark before the festival closes at 8 p.m. It will reopen at 6.30 a.m. for a few hours, then close back down again before reopening at 3 p.m. Saturday with pretty much the same schedule. Now, of course, this is all dependent on the weather, so let's hope for sunny skies and not a lot of wind. The day I went a couple of years ago, it was so windy, the tethered balloon didn't go up very far. It was still pretty cool, but I really wanted to go higher. But for safety reasons, they could not do that. The balloon rides are first come, first served, and you pay extra for them, just so you know. Listeners can find all the details and get your tickets on the website, thevillagesballoonfestival.com. And of course, I don't even know if I have to say this at this point, but masks and social distancing will be in effect. I think you can pretty much assume that's going to be the case anywhere you go now. It's just a fact of life if you want to be able to get out and do anything. It definitely is really cool to watch the balloons come to life and soar in the air, and even more so when they all light up. I was lucky enough a few years ago, Holly, to be part of a media day preview, and I saw all of the hard work that goes into getting those balloons up and going. And I even got to go for a ride from just behind the Walmart in Oxford, and we landed on the village's polo field. That was definitely an experience I will never forget, so I definitely recommend anybody to attend this event if you can. Anyways, Holly, another big event is happening this Saturday, and that's the Rotary Club of the Villages, 10th Annual Home and Garden Show, held at Lake Sumter Landing. This is one of the club's biggest fundraisers of the year, and while they did not want to cancel it, they did unfortunately have to cancel the chili cook-off that's always a big part of this event as well. This year, however, there will be plenty of vendors with everything you need for your home or garden, like native plants and handmade upscale decor, Local nurseries will be there to answer questions about their plants and how to put the right plant in the right place in Florida's climate, which is something many residents have to learn when they move here. Admission is free, so any money raised will be donations or from food truck sales. Proceeds go to the club's charitable activities, including scholarships for local students. And you can bring food to donate to local food pantries, too. The event will be from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., so stop on by and see what they have to offer. You can find a full list of exhibitors and food trucks at villagesrotary.org. Jill, another way our listeners can do some good this week, and as a matter of fact today, is to donate blood. The Villages Parrot Heads Club, you know the ones who party with a purpose, will host another blood drive from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. today, that's Monday, February 1st, at the Villages Polo Club. This club hosts several big blood drives each year, and they literally help save lives. There's no other group that holds a blood drive like the Parrot Heads. This is one of the biggest blood drives we have at One Blood, 
and they do multiple blood drives during the year. By holding blood drives, they're letting people know that we're supporting our community by giving blood and giving back. And since March, when the um, coronavirus really struck, we struggled because blood drives were canceled by the thousands. We had blood donations that were canceled by the thousands. And we had to immediately restructure where we do blood drives because a lot of companies, corporations, high schools, colleges, universities all fell off immediately. And high schools, colleges, and universities account for about 20% of the donations at One Blood. And for most blood centers, that's massive. We had to go back and say, look, we still need to have blood drives because it's a very important. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. There are people in hospitals who need transfusions. So the need for blood donations never stops. So holding a blood drive like this, especially now during the pandemic, is extremely important. Advanced registration is recommended and can be done online at oneblood.org, but they will take walk-ins when they have space. You'll even get a free long sleeve shirt with the Parrot Head logo on it for donating. And they always do a free wellness check that includes a COVID-19 antibody test. Jill Blood Drives used to be weekly events around here, and because of COVID-19, clubs and groups are having far fewer drives, which means blood banks are desperate for donations. It's a really simple thing almost anyone can do to help others. Holly, February is American Heart Month, which is a time to focus on cardiovascular health. To raise awareness, Patchington Women's Clothing Store in Spanish Springs is hosting a week-long fundraising event that starts tomorrow, that's Tuesday, February 2nd, and lasts through Monday, February 8th. The store will donate 5% of proceeds made from customers' purchases during that time to the American Heart Association. And regular priced items will be 20% off as a thank you. Padgington has been giving back to the American Heart Association for more than a decade and continues to bring awareness to heart disease. Last year, the Padgington store in the villages raised about $20,000 for the organization. They say it's just part of giving back and being part of the community. Jill, we've talked before about how fundraising has been such a challenge during this pandemic and how groups are getting creative to find ways to keep bringing in much-needed money. Normally this time of year, the UF Health Hospital Auxiliary Foundation hosts the annual Hearts for Our Hospital Gala to raise money for projects and equipment at the UF Health Hospitals in the Villages and Leesburg. This year they are hosting a virtual gala with a theme of Believe, so local residents can participate and contribute right from their living rooms. The 15th annual gala will kick off at 6.30 p.m. February 13th, which is next week, but we wanted to let everyone know in advance so you can mark it on your calendar. Foundation President Dick Campbell says the gala will include an online auction where anyone can register their phones and make bids on items. There will also be a Q&A with physicians about COVID-19 and the various stages of how it affects people, and some virtual house parties that will include live entertainment, along with some surprises. And this year, the proceeds will go to the Pandemic Preparedness Fund, which helps supply PPE equipment to first responders. So if you want to participate or just make a donation, go to tvhfoundationgala.com. Bidding for the auction actually starts at 9 a.m. February 11th and will be open until 9 p.m. February 13th. So it's another creative online fundraiser for a cause that's always been well-supported here.
Holly Boy Scouts around the Sumter County area are currently involved in one of the largest service projects of the year. A village's area church is stepping up to help in their efforts. The Scouting for Food Drive is a charitable collection of non-perishable foods that is happening now through February 6th and will benefit the Bushnell United Methodist Church Food Pantry along with Feeding Tampa Bay, which employs a mobile pantry in Sumter County. This is a project of the entire Greater Tampa Bay Area Council of the Boy Scouts and last year's Scouts from Sumter, Citrus, and Hernando counties raised more than 7,000 pounds of food during the drive. Traditionally, local Scouts place door hangers on homes throughout Sumter County, then residents fill the bags with food and the Scouts pick them up. This year, because of COVID-19, residents are asked to send their donations to Village Christian Church, which meets at 10 a.m. Sundays inside Mystic Ice Cream, which is located at 1217 West Miller Street in Fruitland Park, which is County Road 466A. So if you'd like to contribute, you can take your donations there or send an email. Here's the address for you. It's H-E-L-L-O. V-I-L-L-A-G-E-C-C at gmail.com. So that's hellovillagecc at gmail.com for more information. Help these Boy Scouts with their service project and help out food pantries at the same time. That's a win-win. Jill, speaking of food, the annual Taste of the Villages is making a return, but this year it will be a virtual event as well. Local restaurants and businesses are still coming together to support Lazarus Free Medical Clinic, which provides care for those who can't afford it. But instead of sampling their dishes in person, you can take advantage of their online deals. The event starts today, and it's going to last all month long. It will include chance drawings, chef demonstrations, random prize drawings, and stories about the clinic and the people it serves. Listeners, you can go to the Catholic Charities of Central Florida website to participate in this event, and that's cflcc.org. Holly, there are a few more charitable opportunities happening this week that I wanted to mention briefly. The Love Run 5K race is scheduled for Saturday in Fruitland Park, and all proceeds benefit the Youth Sports Scholarship Fund. You can sign up the morning of the race at the area near the community center in Poole on West Berkman Street. Saturday is also the deadline to sign up for the Lake County Sheriff's Office 8th Annual Bass Fishing Tournament, which is happening February 13th at Hickory Point Recreation Complex in Tavares. You can sign up at lcso.org. And also on Saturday, you can drop off love bundles to the Friends of Sozo Kids Club between 10 a.m. and noon in the parking lot of Compass Storage. That's located at 4477 East County Road 466 in Oxford. The bundles should include toiletries, a face mask, and a bag of sweets for teens living in poverty in the Ocala National Forest. So that's a really sweet idea. Jill, on the entertainment front, Season 5 has officially opened at the studio theater Tierra del Sol with 9 to 5 the musical, based on the movie of the same name and with music and lyrics by Dolly Parton herself. That show is running in the evenings and with some matinees on select dates through March 6th at the Sharon L. Morse Performing Arts Center. The Sharon seats 1,000, but they won't sell more than 200 tickets, so everyone can have plenty of room. You can get tickets for that at thevillagesentertainment.com or at any Villages box office location. And tickets are already on sale for the other shows in Season 5 as well. 
And Holly, we want to tell our listeners about some upcoming Valentine's-themed concerts since that's the time of year. They aren't happening this week, but listen up if you are still making plans. Alex Santoriello will perform his Simply Sinatra show at 3.30 and 7 p.m. on February 13th and 14th at Savannah Center. He'll sing songs from Frank Sinatra like Come Fly With Me and The Lady is a Tramp in celebration of Valentine's Day. And the Opera Club of the Villages will host this year's Three Tenors Plus One fundraiser concert at 3 and 7 p.m. February 13th at the Sharon L. Morse Performing Arts Center. It's called Viva Amore, and proceeds will go to the club's Harold S. Schwartz Scholarship Program. Fernando Varela, Edward Washington, Miguel Salas, and Heather Ard will perform. Not only do they sing beautifully, but then they... Uh, sort of joke around. One tries to be louder than the other. One tries to uh, hang on to the note longer than the other. Tickets for both of these shows are available at thevillagesentertainment.com or by visiting any Villages box office location. Holly, over in the world of sports and recreation, the Recreation and Parks Department has decided to cancel any big events they had scheduled for this month just to be safe. This includes the monthly Camp Villages event, the monthly outdoor concert and movie, socials at the rec centers, and the outdoor expo. They also decided to postpone the Villages senior games that were scheduled for April, but they haven't picked a new date yet. There is some good news, though. They are still having winter social leagues beginning next Monday for those who have already signed up. The leagues will run about seven weeks, and they will be very careful about social distancing and masks. Jill, the rec department also decided to hold off on restarting the guided fishing, nature boat tours, and kayaking on Lake Sumter Landing. Even though these activities are outdoors, they involve groups of people being confined in the same space for a period of time. But we did find out some exciting news last week that involves the world of outdoor recreation. Lady Lakes Parks, Recreation, and Tree Advisory Committee is discussing a proposed walking trail on five acres of city-owned wooded land at the corner of Old Dixie Highway and East Lady Lake Boulevard. That's across from where the town's Chamber of Commerce and Historical Society are housed at Log Cabin Park. Staff are reviewing potential designs of the proposed trail and may be ready to present options to Lady Lake commissioners as early as this month. The Parks Advisory Committee says it's an amenity the town doesn't have but that residents can benefit from. So we'll keep you posted on the progress of that. As a Lady Lake resident, I'm excited about possibly having a trail close to home. And it's not far from most of the villages as well. And Holly, it's still winter sports season at our local high schools with competition in basketball, wrestling, soccer, and weightlifting. District tournament play is happening now, so make sure to keep an eye on your Daily Sun Sports section every day to find out when teams are playing and for full coverage of their games and matches. Some of them are still welcoming spectators as long as you wear a mask and social distance. And in other sports news, don't forget that the Super Bowl is this Sunday. So pick your team and sit down with some snacks for the biggest football game of the year. Who do you got? Jill, this event doesn't really fit into any category, but I thought it was interesting and wanted to pass it along. Resident Frank Lancione is starting a club called Wine and Words, which is just what it sounds like. You bring something you wrote, like a poem or essay, or bring a piece of writing that was written by someone else that's important to you, and share it with friends while enjoying your favorite beverage. You bring your own beverage, of course, and it can be anything you want. It doesn't have to be wine. This group will have its first meeting at 7 p.m. Thursday at Riverbend Recreation Center. So that sounds kind of fun. 
And Holly, Tuesday is Groundhog Day, and the first week of February is also Florida Severe Weather Awareness Week, a time for educating Floridians about the natural hazards that may affect them here in this state. Of course, there are natural disasters no matter where you live, but with so many people moving here from other parts of the country and even the world, the hazards are going to be different. Severe Weather Awareness Week also coincides with the Great Tornado Drill. That's a statewide tornado drill organized by the Florida Division of Emergency Management. This year's drill is scheduled for Wednesday, so if you happen to be signed up for weather alerts with any government agency, you may get an alert about this tornado drill, so don't be alarmed. If not, you may want to go to the website for the county you live in and sign up for their severe weather alerts. And tune in on Tuesday to see if Puxatawney Phil says spring is coming early this year. Let's hope so. Jill, it's time for this week's interesting story, and this should pique the interest of almost all of our residents out there. The UF Health Precision Health Research Center will be opening to the public next month near the UF Health The Village's Hospital. Director Carla Vandeweerd says she will bring research studies to the community based on what residents say they want to learn about, whether it's brain health, cardiac conditions, or nutrition. Carla says Village's residents have been eager in the past to participate in research studies, and now she and her team will be able to get research done even more efficiently. Plus, they will host focus groups to find out what health issues people in the community are concerned about. They already have a study underway that is looking at the benefits of giving COVID-19 patients blood thinners. People who get tested for COVID-19 through the village's health are being asked if they would like to participate. And Carla says about 80 percent say yes to at least being contacted about the study. She says she is also working with an industry partner to find out if a toilet seat can successfully check vital signs to track potential changes in health. It's pretty exciting to be at the forefront of research that could offer new and better ways to treat diseases and track health. If any of our listeners out there would like to join a registry to potentially participate in future research projects, jot down this website address. It's tinyurl.com slash ufvillagesresearch. It doesn't commit you to anything. It's just a way you can learn about different projects they are involved in and decide if you want to help. That's all the time we have for this week. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. As always, you can find all of our podcasts by visiting thevillagesdailysun.com slash podcasts, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. I'm Holly Lawler. And I'm Jill Winters. Tune in again next week to stay up to date on what's happening around the villages.